following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, do we have a good show for you guys today. What's up, everybody? Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous co-host, the Mr. Man Around Town, Ron Russell. That would be me. Hello. How are you? I have an echo. Echo. Uh, Niner. Oh, Bravo. Echo. Charlie. Delta. Come in, Ron. Know. Hey. Is there an echo? Yeah, that would be me, Ron Russell, the crazy guy, who's always in trouble, by the way, and I'll get to that in a few minutes. There we go. We also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? Hello, chat room. That's right. What's up? If you guys are in the chat room, you can like talk. I'm in there as Jimmy Starr. Hello, chat room. Ginger Irish, Dave Hughes from Stars Now, Marissa, Jessica, Irish Ginger, everybody in the chat room. And if you want to see us in our studio, click the ITV button at the top of your screen and you can see us we're in pennsylvania today we're not sitting there with chad chad we miss you Aww. i do miss you chatty it's so sweet it's nice to see that little mouth of yours you got the cutest little nose and mouth i watch it when we do the show and i say he's got the nicest profile you're very handsome chad i gotta tell you that jealous and in, Jimmy? A, in a natural way not in a in a pushy pushy way you know some people have pushy good looking but they're pushy faces you have like a soft gentle that's like to know you then see the face mm, i forgot to shave today too well thanks it makes Ron. you look more manly it's nice well we went manly. from like nice weather there and we mm -hmm. came back in the but the weather Chilling. in pennsylvania was fabulous and 82 then, degrees and then, and then last night it started snowing it turned around it went from 82 to 28 and now it's insane? like freezing <laughs> so the world <laughs> is coming to an end the scriptures <laughs> are right that means <laughs> revelations what? right no, if you read the scriptures, which I don't, but people that do tell me it's coming <laughs> to an end. Yeah, that's what he said. The book of Revelations. Yeah, yeah the world is coming. Anyway, our world came to an end. Listen I to this found, one, Chad. I found the most gorgeous, gorgeous house in the entire world in Palm Beach, Florida. And I said to Jimmy, you've got to see this house. It's for sale. So we drove up to the house and we parked the car. And I'm now on my cell phone about to call the agent who's selling the house. And suddenly we hear crash, bam, screech, boom, bang. Some guy was text messaging. And he crashed into the side of our parked car, tore the whole side of the car off. <laughs> now it's a rental car, and we're leaving for the airport in like an hour to get, get our flight. No, our plane was leaving in like an like, hour. Leaving right? an hour. <laughs> anyway, as luck would have it, the guy got out. He was an attorney. And he said, it's my fault. Don't worry about it. I'll pay for everything. I'll take care of it. Bullshit, I thought. Jimmy, go take a picture of his license. This guy sounds like a nut. I said, listen, I wanted it writing that you are responsible. He did everything I asked. We dragged his ass all the way back to the rental place 
He was annoyed that he was late for his appointment. Could you believe the colossal gall on this guy? He was annoyed because we dragged him to the rental place. Anyway, uh, the, we had to get the police. So the police came and the cop said, oh, I can't write up this report. The accident didn't happen in this jurisdiction. I said, that was only like a mile away. Like a mile away. Like, officer, what's your problem? You know, anyway, it was a disaster. We barely made our flight. And here we are. Back we made in the flight. Like, we got to the airport, Chad, and, like, literally, like, they were, like, we sat down for, like, three minutes, and they started, like, boarding. Like, so we almost didn't make the flight, and it was very, very stressful. And we were in a nice residential neighborhood and not, like, a Gorgeous. heavily trafficked street. No. You know, not, like, Forest Hill or something, but, like, some little back street that nobody right, even drives down. Right off of the water, right off of Flagler Drive. Flagler is one of the most important streets in Palm Springs. It's a beautiful Palm neighborhood. Beach. Beach. Palm West Beach. Palm Beach. I used to live in Palm Springs. <laughs> You know, too many palms in my life. I, now it's Palm Sunday. It was, you know, just too many palms. But anyway, that was the end of that. So we're zero at finding a house in Florida. Um, now, on this weekend, I'm out to the Hamptons searching for a house out there. I hope I have better luck. Um, I went to Wegmans this afternoon, to this morning, actually, to do some food shopping. Nobody knows what that is. Wegmans oh, is Wegman like the most awesome oh, grocery store on the it. planet, Chad. Mm -hmm. You would love it. They have all kinds of fresh stuff everywhere. You would love it. They show movies in it. They have bands in it. You could even perform there. They ha it's gorgeous. It has balconies. It it's like a world. It's like a Disney world of food. I wish they had Wegmans on Long Island or yeah, even in yeah, Florida. Uh, Jimmy Florida. and Ron, you expecting an early call? Oh, ah, she might be calling early. Yes, she might be. Here, go is ahead. It, is it from the fabulous Miss Wendy? I don't know. You want no? It's is uh, it on Skype? It, no, it's not Skype. Oh no, then then it's yeah, probably not. Whoever it is, Decline. don't take it because it's on my time. Yeah, this is <laughs> my little that, portion of the show. I don't get to do much after Back this. Back to you, Ron. So anyway, when I left Wegman's, I couldn't find the car. Now I'm thinking to myself, what kind of car is it? Do you think I know what kind of a car we own? It's a new car. I haven't a clue. And I thought to myself, if it were a Mercedes, a Rolls Royce, a Jaguar, or a you know, American car or a good car, I would know the name of it. Finally, the man that was driving around on the little cart said to me, sir, are you lost? I said, no, I'm not lost, but my car is. He said, well, what kind is it? I said, silver. There was like 30 silver cars there. He said, well, what's the make? I said, Asian. He said, well, can you give me your name? I said, um... Akia, Kiowa, Mitsubishi, Matsubishi, Metsakosha. What's a Metsakosha? Oh, Metsakosha in Italian means between your legs. So that's what I said nice. to him. I said, a Metsakosha. I don't know what kind of a car it is. Finally, I recognized the car by the tailpipe because it only has one big <laughs> round circle like a rocket ship. It has two like a rocket ship. Oh, I thought it had one. <laughs> oh, I thought I saw one. I was delirious by that point. And I loaded the groceries and I left. That's not an interesting story, but I just wanted to say, it, it segues me into, I think it's time that America stops buying foreign cars. I remember the day when Ford, Chevy, Cadillac, Buick, Chrysler were great cars, Plymouth also, and we were buying American cars and exporting them because everybody in the world wanted a beautiful American car. It would do great for our economy. So write Obama and say, listen, Obama, let's start to manufacture decent, good, well-made cars and knock these foreign people out of the market because everybody I all over Chad the world... Chad drives American. Chad, you drive American, don't you? Yes, sir. I think I've been driving Ford most of my life. Good, because everybody all over the world, and I know I travel you know, Europe a lot, they all dream about an American car. And if we start to make them like they used to be made with comfortable seats, the Asians, they make seats that... I mean, our car, the seats hurt. 
you drive an hour and your buns hurt. They get like, you know, they start to hum. Anyway, uh, let's buy American. Anyway, we drive the, we drive. <laughs> what kind is it, Jimmy? We drive a Hyundai Velostar. It looks like Flash Gordon's spaceship. It's now, awesome. Who the hell it's ever fast. heard of a it's Hyundai twin turbo. Velostar? It's twin turbo. It's fast. It's got a kick-ass stereo system. I know Mercedes 550. That's an easy one to remember. Anyway, so much for that. Now, I mentioned before that I get in trouble a lot. Well, I write on Facebook, and I write what I think and what I feel, uncensored, unfiltered. But some people have inferiority complexes, or they think I'm writing about them. P.S. I have never met these people. I have no idea who they are. They friended me years ago, and suddenly now when I write something, they say, I know you meant me, and they get nasty, and they write in my message box terrible things to me. They say really horrible things. I have no idea who they were, so I, of course I never meant it for them, which brought me to a story that I told Jimmy earlier. When I lived in California, I used to shop at the uh, food basket in Hollywood. And one day I was shopping and I ran into Johnny Mathis, who I knew for a few years through my ex-partner, Sal, who passed away, used to play golf with him up in Simi Valley. So I know Johnny. And it was so nice to see him. And we're walking around in the vegetable department and he told me that since his stroke, he's really been eating well and he watches this and he watches that. You know, he's living alone. He doesn't have a romantic interest as of at that time, which is about 10, 11 years ago. Actually, yeah, it was about that time. And um, <clears throat> we're chatting, and I said, you know, Johnny, it's amazing how no one knows who you are anymore. Here I am walking to the supermarket with Johnny Mantis, and nobody stopped, looked, or whatever. He said, no, they probably think we're boyfriends. I said, well, that's nice, because Johnny's really handsome in person. Anyway, when we got to the checkout line, I said to the young fellow who was checking out the food, I said, have you any idea whose food you're checking out now? And he looked, and he said, no. I said, this is one of the greatest singers that we've ever had in the world, whose career has gone on and on. He sold over three or four hundred albums. He's a million. Million albums. I mean, he's in, this is Johnny Mathis. And the kid said, oh, nice to meet you. So Johnny began to laugh. Well, as we walked outside, he said to me, Ron, in a way, I like it because my space is not invaded anymore. He said, people before used to try to, you know, get an autograph. He said, it was nice back in my day, which was the 1950s and 60s, when people were courteous. And they would say, excuse me, Mr. Mathis, could I have an autograph? And politely, he would sign one. He said, what stars go through today is pathetic. People, because of the media and television, think that they're best friends with the celebrity. So they walk up to them and say, hey, Johnny, how are you? Smack them on the back and say, you know what? I think your last album stinks. You better get over it. You're too old. They just treat you like they think they know you. That is so disrespectful. I think reality TV has done that. Well, it's disrespectful. And I feel this is what people are doing to me on my Facebook page. I don't know you. Don't come in my message box or email me and say dreadfully personal, ugly, nasty things to me. My dear friends don't do that. People I know for years don't do that. Have a little respect for how hard I've worked all my life to be who I am, to bring to you whatever it is I think I'm bringing that I hope you enjoy. Respect it. Don't take advantage of it. Familiarity does breed contempt when it's not from good friends. So I have to agree with Johnny Mathis that times have changed. And yeah, people should like get over it. Because you can get to people every, no matter how you want to get to them, now you get to them. <clears throat> well, look what Jimmy said before about Miley. 
I mean, you oh, know, yeah, like I was telling him because he was uh, <sighs> he was offended that people would do that. And I, Chad, you like Miley? I don't whether you like her or not. I love like Miley. she'll post a picture on Instagram and then people will write. It'll get 200, 300,000 like likes and comments and stuff. But then people will write they love it and all the stuff. And then other people will write you suck, you know, like let's have die, sex. Die, die, you bitch. Yeah. Like, I mean, what are terrible they things like that? You people have gone crazy. You know, I have a famous saying that I wrote back to one of these creatures. Chad didn't answer either. Is he still there? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> one of these people that wrote in on my Facebook page, I didn't answer. I said, darling, people pay to see me. What have you got to say? And that's all I wrote uh, because she said that because of what I wrote, she's not a fan of mine. What the hell do I care? I don't even know who she is, fan. <laughs> I mean, I got so many people that write in and love me. I'm going to worry about one neurotic, insecure screwball. All because I wrote on the column was, I said, and don't get your tits or your balls in a knot. So she writes me back. I know you meant me. My tits are not in a knot. I mean, can you believe this? Anyway. Anyway, we're done complaining. Yes, and I'm complaining. I was making points of interest so people out there would know that when you see your favorite celebrity, stand there, admire that person, and be gracious and say, excuse me. May I have a picture with you? Would you kindly sign my autograph? And you know what? That celebrity will go 10 times more than what he would have done had you crowded him, pushed him down, and ripped off his underwear. Wow. Hey, Jimbo, go. I got another call coming in from the valley. Yeah, I think that's probably the from right one. From the valley of the jolly ho If it's not, we'll find green out. giant. Here you go. It's probably the one I fought with. Welcome nah. to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello. Who's this? Hi, this is the fabulous Miss Wendy. I just wanted to make sure because I wasn't sure since I didn't know what number. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi, I'm on Skype right now and I was trying to figure out how to call you guys, but it won't let me. Who won't? But I'm available. Can you guys call me at the fabulous Miss Wendy? Oh my God, I just gave everybody my Skype number. Is it the, oh, one, geez. In, is it the, one, is it the one in Kenosha? Kenosha? Kenoga. Kenoga, what is it? Kenoga Park. Kenoga Park. I don't know. Kenosha. I'm going to kill myself. I love it. I don't know. Is it the one in Kenoga? Yeah, Kenosha Park. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, hang up. me. Hi. Chad, you'll call her back? Well, Isn't I, already that I sent a request. <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to call you back on that one right now. Jimmy. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Thank if you, you in so California. much. I can't wait. I'm not from California. No, but I don't know. Kowanga, people call Kajunga. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, someone asked me once, could you tell me where Kajunga Boulevard is? I said, no, but I could tell you where Kawanga is. <laughs> I guess I lived in California, you know, since I'm nine years old, on and off. So I consider it my All right, so we're, Actually, we can call, Chad, you call her then. I guess hang up, Wendy. We're going to call you right back. Yay, thanks. Okay, talk to you then. All right. She sounds She's so cute. What is she, like 50, 60 years old? No. She sounds like a 12-year-old. She's like, uh, I don't know how old she is, but she's not very I old. I bet you she's like my Early, age. Early, mid-20s. She's probably my she's age. She's got hot pink hair, and she's a rock star, and she's like awesome. Oh, she sounds like she could be our friend. She could be our friend. Probably. Sounds like the rest of the characters we know. Let's see if this whole thing works. So everybody who we're calling is the fabulous Miss Wendy. You can check out all her stuff, thefabulousmisswendy.com. She is a freaking like rock star, and we are going to have a blast with her today. We're going to play some music. She's awesome. And um, you guys are going to really, really like her. She's been done some really cool stuff uh, in the music world and in general. And she's got hot pink hair, which I freaking love. I think that's my friend Arlene had it when we were going to hairdressing school way back when we were like 18. Uh, we bleached her hair to pure white and then we put a fancy flow pink rinse in it. 
And we were on the subway driving home, and her yeah, hair, the call's not working. And her yeah. hair was all teased it's, up, and people doesn't were say looking she's at online. Her. Huh? It doesn't say she's online. That's e- weird. Either one. Um. Okay, so let's call her back on the phone then. <laughs> anyway, my everybody was looking at my friend Arlene on the subway. When I got off at my stop, I yelled, Pinky, when you strip tonight, make sure you remember to put your pasties on first. And she died. There you go. I'm very embarrassed. I'm a bad boy. Hey, it doesn't say that your Skype is online for us to be able to call you. Well, it's it's, it says it here. says this person hasn't. Sh- Wendy, it says this person hasn't shared their details with you. I sent a request. Is that you with the pink hair in Canoga? Yeah, that's her with yeah. the pink hair. Yeah, I sent a request. I'll resend it right now. Yay. You, you could see you. her. Go on your computer and see if you can see it while we're talking to you on your phone. Chad, can you see yeah. her? No, I, I cannot see right her, Ron. Now. She's on a cell phone. <laughs> well, she's on a cell phone. How no, I can't see her. She's, she's, no, no, she's doing both. I'm, <laughs> sending, I'm sending her a request. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, so see if you can go on Skype and accept our request, and then we'll like get rocking and roll. In the meantime, we have you on the phone, and everybody now knows that you're in Canoga. Canoga Park. 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 The Valley. About 45. Actually, when Leslie was six months old, I lived in Canoga Park on on um, what was the name? Main Street there. Now I don't remember the big one. Canoga Park Avenue, um, I think. Or, no. Yeah, there's a Canoga. There's uh, oh, Thousand Oaks. Was it Thousand Oaks Boulevard or something? Thousand Oaks. Yeah, Thousand Oaks is kind of near there. It's kind of. Yeah, what's the big there. boulevard that goes right through Canoga Park to Simi Valley? Uh, Ventura Boulevard. Yep. No, no, that's going. That goes up and down. The one that goes sideways. Because <laughs> you know, no, my. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I kind of failed geography. It's, I didn't Canoga, actually like. Canoga Listen, Park there she failed geography. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, but, I didn't but, start listen. learning geography till I started like touring, and then I started to kind of. I know. <laughs> started it's, figuring it out. It's not geography. It's called where you live. <laughs> <laughs> What an right? Oh, well, I think I see you. I think I You're see cute. you. Okay. Good. Where do you On live? Skype. In, where are you approximately in Canoga? Uh, well, I'm like in Woodland Hills. I'm I'm from basically okay. like the same place that the uh, Runaways are from. Right. Years ago, when I was young, that's Manson was up up on Lilac Lane in uh, Simi okay. Valley. The Manson family, seriously, when I lived there, and we saw them one time, and, and they were not nice. And then down in in Canoga Park, right across from you, where all the hippies lived, because we were all hippies in those days, and we lived up in the mountains in bungalows and trailers and stuff. It was the greatest time. Okay, so hold on. Let's see. Chad, how are we looking? Like, what's going on? Um, I don't know. I sent requests like four times, and I don't think she's getting it. And that's the oh. con- It says this Did person... Oh man! Why don't you just try calling? Why don't you just try calling W4CY Radio? You're so cute. I want to see you. Plug in W4CY Radio on your Skype, and like, see if we come up, and then you can call us. Punch it in. W4CY Radio. Okay, I'm gonna try it. All right. Okay, you try that. While you're doing that, can you talk at the same time that you type, or no? Like, I don't know if my phone will let me. I'm gonna try. Can you you multitask? I mean, I don't, she doesn't know where she lives. How could she multitask? I, maybe you is should it, stay blonde and not go pink. No way. The pink is the hottest. Yeah, I freaking like love it. Yeah, but then we can't do blonde jokes. <laughs> In the meantime, everybody, we're going to work this all out. This is live radio, so you never know what the hell is going to happen. And we're going to have fun and turn it all and into And I love a you. I, I love you already because you sound like a little 
cute bunny, an Easter bunny with your oh. pink hair. I could just see you like <laughs> wait till with, you a, hear, hear with a cotton the guitar, tail though. on your butt running around with jelly beans. Yeah, wait till you hear her play the guitar, though. Then you're going to be like blown oh, I'm away. Sure she's talented, please. Oh, thank you. Um, gosh, I am, I, I'm not sure what's going on. I have Skype on my computer and on my phones. It says I'm available. Um, and it's, uh, you can't find W4CY radio. Um, I'm not sure. I tried. I'm not sure. Stick it in the search. Go into like the search thing and and type in W4CY radio. Um, I don't know about on your phone. I have like the application thing on the phone and on the, it's like the weird, like, it's like the Skype application. Like it's, it's not do radio. Don't do radio. Just do W4CY.com. No, no. Not, that should bring that's her not in. Skype. That's not Skype. That's the website. That's not Skype. Oh, never mind. Look, try it on. Otherwise, screw it, and we won't worry about it. Yeah, Chad, you, can you can Chad can, can you, do it over the phone? <laughs> hey, Chad, can you find some pictures like uh, of the fabulous Miss Wendy that we can post up so people see how hot she is? <laughs> Way ahead of you. Way ahead oh, of you. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, take a few. All right. So before we get started, then now that we're like going, first we got to introduce you to everybody. Starting off with number one, we got our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. I feel like I know you already since I met you three minutes ago. Um, Yay! How are you, darling? You sound I'm doing good. I'm doing you good. Sound how so are adorable. you? I'm doing fabulously. Thank you. And then we oh. have, then we have. Um, after that, we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Miss Wendy, welcome to the show. Yay! Hi, how's it going? Good. Still working on the Skype thing. <laughs> There you go. I'm she Jimmy reminds Star. me of Ozzy. I'm Jimmy Star. I, I want to so welcome much. you to the Jimmy Star Show. We have a chat room full of people. Say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. And then, just in case, Lee Runchy from Chrome PR is listening. Let's give a shout out to Lee. Hey, Lee. Hey, She's Lee. Awesome. I know. Last week I messed up. I didn't know that she was a she. I thought she was a he. Since all we do is email and tweet. And uh, and I didn't know, so like I felt so bad like all week long. So that's why I want to make sure we give her a shout out because she is fabulous and she's from Chrome PR. If anybody ever needs any PR done, check them out. They're at Chrome underscore PR on Twitter. There you she's go. Amazing. There Yay, you go. Thank so, you. So now, you guys, who we're on the phone with? We are on the phone with the fabulous Miss Wendy, and she is Hollywood's punk rock princess, and she is. Revolver Magazine, sexiest rock star ever. She's Woo! got she's got hot Thank pink you. hair, and she can shred on the guitar unbelievably. And she's around to let everybody know that rock and roll is not only a man's world, and this bitch is taking over. We are very happy oh, to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on the show. Absolutely. You're a, you're a kid. You're very young. I'm looking at your picture. What are you, 18, 17? <laughs> 23. Twenty three. What's the difference? There's no difference between eighteen and twenty three. Actually, too, at twenty three, and she's okay. So you guys, she's you like look a, eighteen. She's like a rock star, you guys. So this isn't like your like bubblegum Britney Spears shit at all. Her influences are, are actually influences of stuff I listened to when I was in college, which lets you know how old I am. And uh, it's the Misfits and the Dead Kennedys and the Ramones. I mean, like like I saw the Dead Kennedys in concert probably five times when I was in college. Is and, that a leopard uh, guitar you have? Um, it's a cheetah guitar. It's a oh, custom-made guitar. I, I, you know, I love leopard, cheetah, and tiger. I love those animal skins. That is the coolest oh, guitar you. I've ever seen. Thank you. It's uh, made by GMP uh, guitars. Guitar. They're great. It was yeah, it was custom made. It's um an amazing guitar. It's like that had a, that had uh, a cost you a small fortune. 
<laughs> well, I play uh, both custom-made guitars and custom-made amps. Um, I also play Roka Forte amps. They are amazing. They're That's badass. It's like a PV5150, but like a little bit warmer, and it's uh, pink and sparkly, which is awesome. I bet you play classical guitar, too. Um, not too much, not too much. I mostly, um, you know, just write my own songs. I do a lot of shredding. Um, I've toured with Slash and UFO. Good. So Ron oh, won't know who Slash is, but for everybody else in the world, like everybody knows Slash is like the guitarist for Guns N' Roses. Mm. Who said I didn't know yeah. that? Yeah. You know yeah. that? Of says? course I knew that. Why'd you jump the gun? I'm not dead yet. <laughs> awesome. You know, I, I'm I not, didn't say I, you were dead I'm not yet. six foot I under. didn't think you knew who Slash was. <laughs> Dear, I am in the world. I just don't remember anything. <laughs> He doesn't listen to that kind of music, though, so that's you know, why I would have thought he no, wouldn't no, have known no. who and it every is. Now and every, every now and I am a great lover of music, period. I love Yay. all kinds of music, all kinds except uh, hoodlum rap, gangster <laughs> rap. I despise that. I loathe it. Do it, it should Ryan. Be do it. Outlawed. That's what I said. Okay, outlawed. there you go. Outlawed. <laughs> so either way. So tell us. Actually, what I want to do is I want to play... Um, I want to play something of yours because I want people that we're doing all the talking with you about the music, but I want them to hear what you sound like because that way they uh, uh, they'll get a better feel for it because like like because this is like hardcore like rock, um, you know, and like uh, at your young age, you know, most most of the younger girls who are your age would be more influenced, you know, by like the teeny bopper stuff, and like this is like ha ha absolutely not teeny bopper stuff whatsoever, and uh, actually like. I'm really good friends with Lita Ford, actually. And, uh, oh, she's awesome. I love her. And she's awesome. She's been on the show a bunch of times. I'm a clothing designer. She wears a lot of my stuff when she goes on tour. And, oh, uh, that's so cool. Uh, and so she's, like, really, really cool. And, like, basically, like, because kind of like you're, like, the modern-day, like, runaways, Lita Ford-ish kind of people. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's actually, it's interesting that you bring it up because um, I've done a lot of work with uh, Kim Fowley, who puts together the runaways. And um, he actually produced my uh, last record, um, which is called No One Can Stop Me, and it's going to be uh, in stores on April 29th. Oh, and that's the name of the song. No, I have a song called No One Can Stop Me Now, I think. Yeah, me, No One right? Can Stop Me. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's the um, title track of the new record. I'm so, so, so excited. Okay, so maybe we'll play that one for everybody real quick, and you hang on the line. We're going to play it so people can hear it. Chad, can you get that one ready for me? Ready! All right, so how about you, you introduce it for us. We're going to play this for everybody. You introduce it, and then we'll talk as soon as it's done. Hey, everybody. Uh, this song is called No One Can Stop Me. It's the title track of my new record, and I hope you like it.
was rocking. Hey, hey, hey. You know what that reminds me of? Speaking of Topanga Canyon before, way up in Topanga Canyon when I was a hippie, we used to go to a club called The Corral. And there was a group up there called Bones. And your music sounds just like the music that Bones did, except it was a male lead singer. Your rock and roll, honey, is my rock and roll. Thank you for bringing it back. Yeah. It's real rock and roll. I mean, rock, not roll. Rock. It's rock. It's real rock. I love it. It's great. Is she still there? I that's think she fainted question. from that statement. I have her. I just don't hear her audio. Hey, that's funny. Check well, that, everybody. Check that well, fabulous mic. That. that was no I one like that. Me now by the fabulous Miss Wendy. We got in the chat room. We have a super cool like lady with the name Joan Jettison, which I just love. I could dance to that and, uh, music so, all night. That is fabulous and, uh, dance and music. Dave Hughes, oh, I loved it. Dave Hughes was saying that. Dave Hughes. It was good. Oh, there she is. She's back. So Joan Jettison Yay. is in the chat room. I guess that must be like a friend of yours or like something because she's using Joan Jett. Jettison, I love it. It's the greatest like name everywhere. She I, loves it. And, I have and, to. Hang on, wait, wait. Oh, I'm excited. And, and, yes, and, and we also got a lot of people saying they thought it was like the 21st century Susanna Hoffs. So oh, cool. Susanna Hoffs. There you go. So yeah, that's a that's a. Tell good. me who inspired you from the past to play this kind of rock. Um, I don't know. I mean, like my big brother. Uh, Brian uh, introduced me to, like a lot of like grunge music, like uh, Nirvana and the Hole, and like. So in other words, you, you don't go back. You don't go back to the late sixties, nineteen sixties. Well, I do uh, like it's to play the born. Born. <laughs> No, I know she wasn't born. <laughs> My mother probably wasn't born either, but uh, I was. No. Um, the rock groups of the '60s had the exact same sound that you had, and I friggin' love your song. I love it. It's cool. Oh, it thank you dance. so much. I'm glad really you liked good. it. I love it. I didn't like it. I love it because it was so reminiscent <laughs> of you. what I danced to when I was your age. So who are like who are people that are like out right now that you kind of like 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 if you were gonna go uh, on tour like who would you go on tour with? I like uh, Lady Gaga. I like uh, Katy Perry. Um, I like Pink. Um, there's some like really awesome music yeah, out Pink there right awesome. now. Yeah, Pink is I, awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's, like, blasphemy because it's, like, pop, but, like, uh, Britney Spears, I think that, like, she really, like, picks good songs. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, I like isn't, all isn't of it. Isn't Britney Spears kind of over? She's too old now? No, not really. She, well, she just signed a thing to be in. I think she signed a thing to be, like, in Las Vegas for, like, $500 yeah, she's million. Not, I don't think she's in with the pop crowd. Now she's going to do yeah. the Vegas thing. She's not as big as, as uh, Miley, right? Uh, well, you know, you never know. I mean, she she kind of comes and goes. But I think she might be bigger than Miley because she's, she's bigger been than Miley because she's been around longer. But she's not maybe how, as popular old, right how now. How old is she now? Britney Spears probably like twenty eight, forty. No, she's like twenty eight. No, she can't she be twenty eight. Yeah, she was oh, famous at You know, at like 14. the Rolling Stones are like one hundred and fifty years old. They're still touring. <laughs> I love you. I, when I meet you, I'm going to strangle you. I'm going to choke you. That was hilarious. I'm yeah, going to rip every one. pink hair out of your head. <laughs> the Rolling Stones are from my time. What do you mean 140 That's years what old? Getting That's at, 150. Said 150. <laughs> 150. Now I'm going to rip your eyebrows out, too. That was hilarious. What the right, right, hey, oh, hey, listen, you. sweetheart. Pinky, you got you to gotta say the Rolling Stones are still something else. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. I mean, I love them. I mean, up until the day where they're rolling them out on stage with the oxygen mask and they just get up and start rocking, they'll still do it. 
The hardcore. Start me up. Oh. I freaking love it. You know, one thing, too, that I want to, like, commend you on that I think is, like, really cool, though. You actually went on musical tours and played in Iraq for the troops a couple of times. I did. I played in uh, Baghdad, and I've also played in uh, Fallujah, actually, right before they uh, gave it uh, back to the Iraqis. That was pretty wild. It was like a ghost town over there. H- how was that? I mean, like, first of all, how did you hook that one up? That's like a hard thing to hook up, I would think. Uh, I guess the, um, it was an all-girl ACDC uh, tribute band looking for a fill-in, and they called my uh, guitar teacher looking for a recommendation. So that's kind of... Oh, how wow. that happened, but it was so much fun, and it was uh, it was like 130 degrees outside. Yeah. I'm not even exaggerating, and we had to play like in the heat with like uh, no cover. But it was it was really great. The troops are really great. They're really appreciative, and well, uh, lucky, yeah, shout lucky. out to the troops. Absolutely. You're lucky the Arabs didn't get you because they would have put you into slavery. <laughs> And they would, I they guess would so, have, but they, would. they have Arabs working on the. Uh, they have uh, like Iraqis, like actually working um, on the bases and everything too. Like uh, you know, you, they, uh, never doing job. They, they could have snuck into your tent, saw your pink hair, kidnapped you, took you, and put you into. Yeah, I bet you they've slavery. never seen. I bet you they've never they seen actually, pink hair. Right, that's true. Well, they actually put up us up in uh, Uday's palace. Which was pretty sweet. Like uh, they said that uh, Bill Clinton had <laughs> like you, uh, stayed in the next room or something. Like, Did you came have, out to visit? Well, that was pretty neat. It was like amazing. When they, at first, when they said like they they said that the uh, the troops were staying in like uh, air conditioned trailers, and I said, "Oh, are we going to stay in the air conditioned trailer too?" And they're like, "Oh no, no, no! You're staying at the palace." I thought that they were joking, and then we start all these like palaces started coming up. I was like, "Oh shoot." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that awesome. Did, I mean, did, that's just did, a really cool thing. Did you have to wear Thank a burqa? Um, we did cover our hair when we went through the Kuwait oh, airport. The pink, the pink hair had to go. I figured that would shock the shit out of them. But did, did you have to? <laughs> right? Did you have to cover your face with a half a veil and act like a virgin? <laughs> no, we didn't. Actually, I saw like some girls were completely covered from head to toe, but some girls were just wearing like shorts and a tank top. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting mix a over tank there. Top, a tank top? Yeah, some girls were just completely westernized, modernized, walking around like whatever, like just wearing wow. whatever, and some girls were so completely like, covered. It's just like you did, never did, know did, what you're going to get, because like, since we never be there, we only get to see what the news shows. And they no, probably I saw Sex in the City Part 2 when they were arresting them all, <laughs> when, she got, when the guy got an erection from kissing her and they arrested her, remember? Sex in the City Part 2? I think that's... Oh, about- wow. Yeah, I have no that's desire to go to those countries. No desire to go that, to those countries. That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. They have three Starbuckses in the uh, Kuwait airport. You're kidding. Three oh of goodness. them. There's like, so yeah, there's they, all these like, different they, levels. So why do they hate Americans so if they want to dress like us and have Starbucks and emulate us? I never understood you know what? Our, that's a good foreign question. countries. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, everybody that, like, that I ran into was like pretty polite over there, and everyone was like really cool. But you know, like we didn't really get, we didn't they don't really put us in the action. You know what I mean? I, oh no, not at all. <laughs> I think it's super cool. I think I mean, for such a young age, you've actually accomplished a lot. So your album, when is your album coming out? It's uh, April 29th. It's going to be in stores. And also, um, if you go to newsstands right now and pick up the Music Connection, um, they did an article on me and the uh, Guitar Roundtable. Oh, that's cool. Who's, put, who's putting your record out? Yeah, Not Dead Yet Records. Not Oh, never heard of that. Okay, Not Dead Yet yeah. Records. So tell me, who's the, really lucky, cool. who's the lucky guy that gets to kiss you? 
Oh, thank you. Well, um, that would be my uh, GMP cheetah guitar. <laughs> Every you're night a, a during the show, <laughs> I do a lot of uh, kissing and grinding on that thing. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> during my guitar that, solos. I know a lot of women that kiss their vibrators good night, but I never knew anybody that kissed their guitar good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you come to the show, then you definitely see me uh, doing a lot more to my guitar than just kissing it. Wow. <laughs> I, actually, you guys should check it all out. If everybody goes and plugs in the fabulous Miss Wendy on YouTube, you can see you really like shredding. There's all kinds of like concert footage of you. I watched it earlier today. Yeah. It was really, really like amazing because you know uh, there haven't been that many you know female rock stars in the last decade. You know for people that are really like rock stars. I mean, like Gwen Stefani's a rock star, but she doesn't play the guitar and do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like the singer, oh, and oh. the guys are playing the rock stars. So, so like I really oh. like. Uh, I think it's really cool, and you're actually, you know, kind of like in at a time coming back where it's really like needed. The music industry needs like a kick in the ass and something different. Well, oh, it's not, thank you. It's I not really different. appreciate that. It's, it's not different. It's exactly the music I danced to when I was her age, which was great music. Rock it will, is different, though. Rock, no, it's not different. If you listen to her beat, I can't think of the group. I know, but there are no girls doing that. No, no, the yes, point. we had girls in those days okay. doing it. Uh, you're not listening. I am listening. In the last 20 years, there hasn't been a female rock well, star who does I, that. I go back further than 20 years. I know, years. well. <laughs> I mean, I go back to the late 1960s, <laughs> early 70s, when rock was at its peak. I mean, don't forget, we went from, you know, love ballads to rock and roll and then to hard rock. It was a big adjustment for the world. And the beat that you have, the sound that you have, gives me the same thrill now at 26 years old that I got when I was 23 years old 40 years ago, 30 years oh, ago. Actually, too. Uh, I really Jason. appreciate it. That's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful sound. you got a great sound. That. Listen, that, oh. sound's gonna, that sound will take you somewhere. You're going to be a star. That is a great oh, sound. It's a sound that oh. everybody, everybody loves. It's not. Thank a, it's you. Not a, I really try to write music that you know, like that makes me feel good and that make other people feel good. You know, I think you, a lot of bands are out there kind of trying to like be depressing or be upset, no. be anxious, trying to kind of out hardcore each other, and no. um, and and I'm all about like you know spreading the positivity and like just like Fabulous. self empowerment, especially female empowerment. You know somewhat biased but like just everybody just being empowered and just like having a great time and you know that's what music and entertainment should be all about is I feeling agree. Good. your Actually, music made me happy and it made me jump Joan, Joan oh! Jettison sa says she loves it when you kiss and grind your guitar it's pure rock star <laughs> Does your guitar get a witty? thank you Joan oh, she is amazing Joan's like my idol I love her does your guitar get a woody but I'm bummed. But I'm, you know, I. But I'm bummed. Because it's a wood guitar. You know, I start my shows like facing my back towards the audience, um, like uh, shredding. And um, I've like I've had like people like like a sound man like the other night was he said that he went and pretended to like fix a speaker on like the stage while I was doing the beginning of my show. He said he didn't need to fix any speaker. He actually wanted to see if I was playing that because he couldn't figure out where the sound was coming from. There you go. That's what everybody needs to check it out, too. And, and like, your website <laughs> is the it's the fabulous com. Is that right? Yeah, the fabulous Um uh, Go check it out. Yeah, um, you guys, if you go there, there's, 
There's links, though. If you go to the Fabulous Miss Wendy, there's links that takes you everywhere, and you can go to her YouTube and see her shredding. You can follow her on Twitter. You can go to iTunes, and, and her new album's coming out next week on Wednesday, Tuesday, next Tuesday. Um, oh, yeah, April 29th. I'm so excited. Everybody, please check out the uh, check out the website and, um, yeah, and hit me up because I'll let you know when I come play in your town. I tour all the time. There you go. We want to thank you for coming on the mm. show. We want to also thank Lee Runchy from Chrome PR, you guys, for setting this interview up. I think you're fabulous. Good luck with everything. Anytime you got anything to promote, let us know. We love it. Don't change your pink hair. I really love the pink hair. I think it's and so cool. Thank you so much for making me happy for that three or four minutes and dancing. Uh, you have a big career oh. ahead of you, my dear, and I'd love to hear your music played on the radio all the time. Oh, thank you so much. Y'all are and, so great. I really appreciate no, and, it. And you come back anytime you want. I love young oh, people thanks. who are talented and who need breaks in the world to get ahead. And if we can give you a break, honey bun, we will because you're a sweetie pie. Yeah. Oh, thank you, you so have a good much. Life. I really and, and listen to me. It. Listen to me. Do not stay away from drugs. They destroy everybody. Do not right. stay we away from drugs. We don't want to see you. No, you, you, you say do stay away from drugs. Do. Oh, do, okay. not, do not do drugs. Because <laughs> okay, good. Just, just making sure. Clear that up. They destroy so many people. I have watched. We don't want to see you on VH1. Where are they now? You know, or, 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 <laughs> you know, I have seen so many great talents in my life. You know, Mama Cass, who was loaded all the time, and she choked to death on a sandwich, not because she choked, but because she was stoned, and she swallowed the sandwich and passed out, and it lodged in her throat. I don't know if you know who Mama Cass was. But anyway, yeah. I know, and I knew her well. I know so many people that have died from drugs. Don't do it. You don't need it. If ever you're depressed, have sex. Or call us. We'll <laughs> cheer you up. No, don't call, don't call us for sex because we're married. Yeah, don't day. call us for sex, but just call us to cheer you up. Because <laughs> you and I are married to each other. We're married to each other. We're gay. So don't call us for sex. <laughs> you guys are great. I think you're an Hi, everybody. So check out and follow the fabulous Miss Wendy on Twitter. What's your Twitter real quick? The fab Miss Wendy. They need a short hit. Yeah, I knew it was something like this. So everybody follow the fab Miss Wendy. Uh, say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. Say goodbye to Lee Runchy from Chrome PR. Thank you. We will talk with you soon, and good luck with the album release. Bye, sweetie. Bye, everybody. Thanks again. Uh -huh. Bye, bye. bye. Now, she is adorable. Yeah, she is adorable. the sweetest little thing. I love girls like that. They remind me of my daughters. And, of course, my Shane Layton, who I'm crazy about, who's my other adopted Actually, daughter. they're, they're going to be kind of like similar. They would be going <clears throat> after the same market, pretty much. Well, I mean, I have, I have Angelina awesome. Jolie, who's Angie Voigt, is my other daughter, and Lara Spencer from Good Morning America, my other daughter. Now, I just keep collecting these adorable little daughters. She's a sweet little girl. So what's up, chat room? I hope everybody's having a good time. I want to give shout-outs to the chat room and also Ken Pettigrew's in the in the house. Ken Pettigrew, you guys host the Ken Pettigrew Show. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Go to KenPettigrew.com. It's a politically inspired, fabulous show. You will have a, like, a really good time saying whatever. He says whatever he thinks, and like it doesn't always please everybody, but it's definitely a lot of fun. So check it out. Check out the Ken Pettigrew show. Morley's in the house. Hello, Morley. Hey, we Mor also have um, Cindy Lady Lake from Twitter, who's uh, awesome in the music industry. So we want to give a shout out to her. And we're going to take a quick music wait, break. Wait, wait, hang on. Is Chef Kim in? Is Chef Kim there? No, she's not there. Oh, she was having a pedicure. I think she said she couldn't come on Either the show. Way. Tides, honey. Tides. We're going to do tides, Chad. Do we have a minute for a commercial? No.
Okay, we'll do the commercial. Well, after the, the commercial. commercial. After, after the song. The song. So uh, we're going to play a new song, you guys. This song is by a, a new artist. Uh, he's actually signed to the Spectrum Music Group. His name is Tides. The name of the song is Tonight. It's coming out next week on Tuesday. It'll be digitally available around the world. Chad, we ready to rock? There I'm we go. Rocking. Here it is, everybody. Tides Tonight. Feel the hearts cross the dance floor.
That's Tides tonight, you guys. It'll be available Tuesday, April 22nd. Now, that is a good song. That's a dancing song. I know it. That's a club song. I love club music, too. When we live in Florida, I go to the manor. In Wilton Manor, the manor is a fabulous, big... It's almost like a miniature Studio 54, and the music is loud and great, and that's they play club music. It's basically a gay club, but a lot of straight people are there. So, you know, go with your husbands, girlfriends, and mingle in with the gays and have a great old time. There you go. Okay, here we go. Uh-oh. <clears throat> um, Jimmy's dad, Bradley has honey he has a honey farm and he sold his honey moderately you know like a little old guy going around doing a, a pop kind of a business uh well his dad has just given jimmy the business and jimmy went social media and we weren't i guess out there for about a half a day and 42 orders came in now people have been contacting uh, jimmy's dad saying ever since jimmy put us on his twitter People have been coming into our stores buying the honey. So those of you out there, if you want more customers in your store, order Bradley's Backyard Honey and stock it right near the cash register. That's I love the, it. What is that? I said I love it. It is good. It's the best honey, really. It's 100% pure from Florida bees. Um, there's nothing added to it. It's pure. Wonderful, pure, pure honey. Dr. Oz said that honey can uh, delay or stop cancers certain cancers it's a great antioxidant also it's very good in tea spread on hot buns or used while you're cooking so if you want to i will have jimmy tell you now how you can get your very own bradley's backyard honey very reasonably priced imported to you from florida there you go everybody i love it Lara Spencer loves it. Every one of my celebrity friends that I sent a, a, a gift bottle of said, Ron, how do I get Chad more? loves it. Shane loves it. Everybody, Everybody who every, listens to the no, show. No, it's true. Celebrities. Kim loves it. Famous movie stars that I know I've sent it to. I can't use their names because I, they can't endorse it. So, um, But I'm not lying to you. You know who they are. They've been on my TV show. And, you know, I always talk about them. And I sent them all a gift. And at first they thought I was flipping out. And then after they had it, they said, there's not the honey we buy in the supermarket. I said, no, this is 100% pure. The supermarket honey is a cut with like, I don't know, gasoline or something. I don't know what they put in it. No, but just that they did, once they go through all the processing of it all, it loses all the nutrients. Well, this is from the bee to you. To the jar. Jimmy, anyway, how, everybody. How can they get it, First Jimmy? First of all, I want to thank everybody for following us on Twitter. We're at, at Backyard Honey PB for uh, Palm Beach. So it's at Backyard Honey PB. We got 7,000 followers in our first week. Uh, it's really, really cool. Um, right now, you can find it uh, at Amici Market in Palm Beach. It's uh, You can follow them on Twitter at Amici Market PB. Um, it's 155 North County Road, Palm Beach, Florida. Or you can get it at the Polar Bakery, at Polar Bakery on Twitter. And they're in the shops of Atlantis on Congress Avenue. You can follow them and get it there. You can also like our Facebook page. It's Bradley's Backyard Honey. Or you can call and order some yourself, 561-585-4742. There Give that go. number again. Do it slowly. 561-585-4742. We ship uh, anywhere in the United States. That's Bradley's Backyard Honey. And, uh, I think it's really cool, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and I want to thank everybody for participating and following uh, following us on Twitter and, and everything like that because we're having a lot of fun with it. Also, there's a shortage of bees in the world. As some of you know, the bees are disappearing, and they don't know why. So Bradley's Farms, which are out in uh, some parts of the jungles of Florida somewhere, he's got over 800,000 
Am I right, Jimmy? 800,000 beehives? Um, no, 8,000. 8, 8, oh, 800,000 bees. 800,000 bees. And how many beehives? Yes. Uh, how many beehives does he I have? Don't know. I don't know. Hundreds. Anyway, he told me that it, one bee spends his entire life to produce a half a teaspoon of honey. There you go. That's right. So that's how many bees you need. But the good thing is Bradley, the beekeeper, uh, it, the bees are starting to multiply. So we're bringing bees back onto the planet. And all the breeders that make honey are doing this. And it's a wonderful thing because bees are very important to the ecology. Keep talking. Okay. Well, Jimmy wants me to keep talking. Like, that's a hard thing. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I love honey. You know what I like to do with the honey? Sometimes if I'm a little tired or my throat hurts from too much talking, I take a tablespoon of honey. I don't know what's in the honey, if it's natural sugar or whatever. But I get like, you know, a rush and I feel good and my throat certainly feels better. So if you're an entertainer, singer, talk show host, actor, keep honey on the set. TV show or studio where you're recording and sip some honey when you're working. There you go. All right, then we also, I also want to thank everybody for helping back the Kickstarter campaign from Full Metal Jacket Diary, the audiobook all about the making of the movie Full Metal Jacket, uh, the Stanley Kubrick film that stars Matthew Modine. Um, the Kickstarter campaign has seven days left. Um, they're trying to raise $12,000, and they're at like 10200 so they're almost there. And you get all kinds of really cool stuff. You're not just donating money. You actually get personalized, autographed you know, stuff from Matthew Modine, or you can be one of the first people in the world to get it when it gets released. It'll be in bookstores everywhere and online everywhere uh, this summer. And so it's a really cool thing. Mm -hmm. You go to kickstarter.com slash fmjdiary. Uh, if you want to participate, you can get all kinds of cool stuff for a donation, and it's really cool. And I want to thank everybody who's participated so far um, because it's really cool. And well, here the thing is, I'm not one for war. War doesn't interest me. War movies don't interest me. We got a copy of it before it was ever presented to the public, and I listened to it, you know, because Jimmy wanted me to, and I had to do it. You know, I have to be nice. I had to tell you, I loved it, not because of the war stuff, but because the how to make it. They took you behind the scenes and they told you things about the making of the movie, which is up my alley. I found it to be an interesting book. It's not a book about a war. It's a book about a making, making of a movie. Making of a of movie. An Academy Award winning movie. And yeah, so I mean that to me is worth it. So anyone out there that wants to be an actor, an aspiring actor, buy, buy rent this, buy it, but get it because you will learn so much from it. I found it extremely interesting. And it's coming out soon, so everybody, like, please mm -hmm. do it. And the other thing that's coming out, you guys, Ron and I's movie Croker is now available to be ordered online. You can go to CrokerTheMovie.com. It's $14 for a copy. Uh, they'll ship it right to you. Um, uh, later on, late in the summer, it'll be on Netflix and Netflix and Redbox and everything. But if you want to have your own copy, you can actually go to CrokerTheMovie.com. And uh, order it right now. I think it's going to be fabulous. Our copies are on the way. We can't wait to see it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and uh, we really appreciate everybody who's supported the independent filmmaking process and, and all the projects that we're in. So we want to say thank you and get your copy of Croker today. Do what he says. He knows what he's talking about. There you go. And I, I want to uh, also, we got another song that just came out. Hey, hey um, Chad, let's, let's do Home by Dave Tolliver, okay? 
You look it up, okay. you guys. Dave Tolliver, he was a, a part of the multi-platinum group Men at Large. He's got a new solo uh, album project coming out soon. The first single is called Home. It's a really fantastic single, R&B single. We freaking like love it. Uh, it's now available on iTunes worldwide for everybody to go get it. We want everybody to go and download it. It's fantastic. We love it at the Jimmy Star Show, and now we're going to play it for you. Here is Dave Tolliver's Home. place I want to be. You already know why. I mean, it's more than that, but <laughs> you know why, though. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even got to say it no more. I know I'm on my way, though. Get ready. Early in the morning when I'm standing at attention. I'm missing your attention And the smell of your loving all over me I mean all over me Nothing better than waking up to perfection So perfected it's leaving me with no question That this is where I want to be To put it in perspective I've given up the quest now I can't wait to come home You know first thing smoking Baby, I oh,
Mm. Yeah, that's Dave Tolliver Home, everybody. It's available now on iTunes and all the digital download sites worldwide. Chad, what do you think? That's like a total like sex song. You know this. It was smooth. It's very smooth. Uh, everybody's taking the words out of my mouth. I was going to say smooth, easy listening, and sexy. Right. There you go. It's a good song. I love this we song. We had you covered. Also, um, oh, go ahead, Chad. What would you say? I just said we had, we had them covered. Yeah, that's right. We got yeah, it no, it's it. Everybody that's listening has to agree. It's rhythm and blues, R&B at its best. It's good. Good song. Absolutely. And also, you guys, I forgot. I think last week we forgot to support another show from W4CY, but Friday nights at 5 p.m. Eastern time, we have the Irish Ginger Show. She brings on great guests. It's a lot of fun. Yeah! She's from Belgium. It's a terrific show. We want everybody to support them uh, and just thank Ginger Irish and the, or Irish Ginger and Ginger Irish both uh, <laughs> at the same time for being such a great supporter of the Jimmy Star Show and everything that we do. And uh, we love to return the favors. Uh, we get along great. We think she's fantastic. And everybody, please tune in Fridays at 5 p.m. on W4CY.com for the Irish Ginger Show. Why don't we give good old Dean a plug? I never give poor Dean a plug. This should be good. Let's give Dean a plug. I really like what, Dean, even though he you go like buy him a butt plug or even something. Even though Dean wants to, <laughs> even though Dean wants to throw me under a truck. Right, exactly. I, I I'm gonna give Dean a plug. Okay. All right, here Listen we go. to Dean Piper on W4CY. At what time, please? I don't know. I don't know either. What time is he on, Chad? Uh, every night at 9 p.m. Eastern. There we every go. Every night you gotta put up with that crap. <laughs> they're, most, they're mostly re he's, he's, he's on hiatus right now I couldn't he's listen he's on hiatus he's I don't in California. care I couldn't listen to Frank Sinatra sing every night at 9 let alone listen to Dean talk at 9 Oi, bad, no, enough. Actually, bad enough I listen to him for 3 minutes a year Hey, I asked you too, Jax McKenzie and Leanne Kidding, Curtis. kidding. I have to clear that up because oh, okay. people are going to think I'm mean. I happen to be good friends with Dean, and I tease the hell out of him all the time, and he teases Everybody, me back. We love him. Everybody we follow love, Dean on Dean Twitter is, at w 4 Dean is a very kind, good-natured, brilliant man. Here comes Very smart. So look at him. You think he's a dummy, but boy, he's smart. He knows how to spell, too. There you go. Also, you guys on the, on the uh, Irish Ginger Hey, Dean. How are you, baby? On, on the Irish Ginger Show Friday, they're going to have Jacks McKenzie, Jacqueline McKenzie, and Leanne Curtis. Jack McKenzie is like a 13 or 14 year old singing prodigy. She's fabulous. Her mom, Leanne Curtis, uh, is a famous actress. You guys know her from uh, 16 Candles. She was Molly Ringwald's best friend in 16 Candles. Uh, she's been in a ton of movies, and um, they're really, really cool. They've been guests on the Jimmy Star Show, and they're good friends of mine and Ron's. And uh, we mm. hope that everybody tunes in for a great, great show. BNGB took the entire cast from her reality show to Jamaica. So they showed a picture of her on Facebook, and her assistant wrote, we can't tell you what went on. So I got jealous, and I said, if Angie B. Angie was not true to me, I'm going to start to fall in love with Lily McLeod. So it got back to B. Angie B., and she was hysterical. So I said, you know, Angie, you better get on your toes, babe, because that Lily McLeod is something else. Let me tell you, we had a ball with her last week. Not only is she a singer, and can she sing, Papa Streisand, move over. This is black magic coming our way. And she sings, like, forget it. What did you think of that last week, Chad? I mean, Wasn't hit, that awesome? She hits notes that nobody hits. I couldn't believe she was over 50. I thought she was 20-something. It's 54. She looks 22. She had the rock old. and leather and the heels. I'm like, oh, my word. God well, bless black, her. Black don't crack. It's the proven fact. No, that was, Not that was really. nice, Ron. White people fall apart early. You know, we get bags, sags, wrinkles. But black people, God bless, they yep. they, they, they could be three hundred and they look twenty. They got an advantage, no doubt. 
She's well, so they have thick skin. She's so fabulous. Beautiful it's not skin. even funny. She really is fabulous. <laughs> Love she's a great, her. great singer. Uh, I wish uh, she gave me a whole disc of songs she's working on. Love her. I wish we could play them. We can't play them. But let me tell you, when she releases this stuff to the world, like the world is going to definitely take notice. When you hear What About the Children, forget about it. It's the song of songs. It's going to go down in song history. It's going to be used all over. Orphanages, people for benefits. It just tells it like it is about it's children. It's fabulous. And her voice is heavenly. She's an, ange an angel, angelic. That's right. Fabulous and performer. I respect her talent so much. And, of course, Angie B. Angie, I'm crazy about because she's so damn beautiful. She's awesome. Oh, she's gorgeous and a sweetie pie. Also, I'm on her reality show, so I have to be good to her. She's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't pay to say bad things about your boss I think I'm the only one Like you would say anything bad I would, not about NGP I'd break anybody's legs that said something bad about Pretty soon me. we're going to be able to play her song too I tell you the truth, if I was straight and I wasn't with Jimmy I'd be chasing that NGP all over the place yeah, She her. is one beautiful black goddess She is gorgeous I mean really beautiful And skin, oh, skin like velvet And she's a beautiful bronze color with dirty blonde hair. She's gorgeous. Absolutely. Gorgeous, gorgeous woman. And insides, just as gorgeous. Wow, she's, just I just kicked the table. <laughs> she's kind. See, I told the truth. She's kind and she's sweet and she's caring. And she's also a, a Christian, very religious. She's awesome. Yeah, I love Angie. Okay. Now that's it for my friends. What about you? We got anybody you love? <laughs> <laughs> Chad, how was your weekend? I can't complain. Had a couple gigs, got a little few days of rest and, uh, uh, celebrated Heather's birthday. and uh, oh, happy oh. birthday, Heather! Happy birthday. What'd you give her, you cheapskate? Uh, basically, just uh, made her breakfast and gave her money to go shopping, and that was about it. That's all you gave her for her birthday, breakfast? Breakfast, money to go shopping, uh, and a foot rub, I think, got in there somewhere. What'd you, what'd you do with shopping? What'd you buy her? I said oh, I gave her money to go shopping. You, that's that's cold. <laughs> Why? <laughs> If Jimmy ever Every gave time me I money, get something, you're supposed she like to go it. pick something out, yeah. Chad. <laughs> what is she going to do? Show her girlfriends? Look at the money my boyfriend gave me. You know, everybody likes to show off what a lover gives them. If Jimmy ever gave me money, I'd rip it up in front of him and say, "Shove no, you, it." You wouldn't rip it up. You might tell me to shove it, but you well, would not rip it up. It depends. It depends on how much it was. So if, if it was, was a dollar, you if would. If it was ten bucks, <laughs> ten bucks gets ri ripped up. Anything over fifty bucks doesn't. But I think that money gift. Of, I had a dear friend of mine who passed away unfortunately, from HIV, AIDS. And he and his, uh, his um, parents had a thing. His birthday, he got 50 bucks, and he'd give his mother 50 bucks for her birthday. The mother would give the father 50 bucks for his birthday. And I used to crack up laughing. I used to wonder, was it the same 50 bucks that went around from the family? I love gifts. I don't care how small they are. You could have gone into Fredericks of Hollywood and bought her a chewable G-string or something like that for her birthday. Mm. Hmm, ideas. <laughs> okay. Do, do they still have Fredericks of Hollywood? Yeah. I don't know. I don't How think about Victoria's Secret? Oh, Victoria's Does, Secret's they have edible about. panties at Victoria's Secret. No, I don't think they would have that at Victoria's Secret. I ever. think they that do. That would be like at the Hustler store or something. No, I think they have them there. And, and it's in, they have them in chocolate flavor, strawberry, and some in fish. <laughs> some in fish. I'll take the flounder. <laughs> some in fish. That was good. I was wondering where he was going with that. That's, that's an old is. joke that I stole from one of my gay friends who used to perform uh, in, in Fort Lauderdale. 
he talked about, funny. he said he went shopping for edible panties and they came in flavors of strawberry, chocolate, and fish. Of course, it's a very gay joke and a put down to women, but it's not true. That's just a fallacy that stupid men like to say. Okay. So there, women, don't get your ninnies in a knot. <laughs> I got in trouble for that the other day. I got to yeah, be you careful. Yeah, get in trouble for everything you, know, you said. Well, you know what? Because I, you know what? Telling the truth gets you in trouble. If you lie a lot, you never get in trouble. Like if an ugly, disgusting woman comes in front of you. Oh, I could tell you the story. When I was a hairdresser, my customer came to me and sat in my chair. Then she opens up this big package of the most gorgeous, ornate frame. And inside was her son who just had his bar mitzvah. The ugliest kid I ever saw in my life. Orange hair, a nose like Pinocchio. Zits on his face. I mean, he was a horror. It looked like an anteater. And she said to me, so Ronald, darling, what do you think of my son? I said, wow, terrific. My other customer was standing next to me with a wet towel on her head. And my customer said to the other customer, what do you think of my son? And she said, oh, what a gorgeous frame. Where did you buy it? (laughs) (laughs) Because she couldn't bring herself to lie. So, you know, who do you like better? The person that blows smoke up your butt or the person who's sincere and tells you the truth? I don't lie. I tell the truth. And I get in trouble all the time. (laughs) But... It's been all my life, so why change a pattern? That's right. So what we're going to do, you guys, I think because our, our next guest, I'm hoping, is going to be calling in in the next couple of minutes. Um, since last week we didn't get to play hardly any music, I want to play some music. We're going to do Your Show by Chris Starr. Uh, Chad's going to get it ready for us. It's available now through the Spectre Music Group. The name of the singer uh, is Chris Starr. The name of the song is Your Show. It's available everywhere and all the digital download sites in every country. And Chad, you ready to rock? Always. And All right. There's no relationship to Jimmy Starr. There's no relationship to Spells it with two R's. And here you go, your show by Chris Starr. Show. 
your show by chris star it's totally like available uh now on all the digital download sites worldwide and the actual album itself i believe is coming out uh in like august or something is it me my imagination or what but music is getting better and better with each coming year they've thank god gotten away from that other weird crap they had a couple of years ago i'm starting to really enjoy music over and over again i mean that was a nice the songs are so relaxing and so like you can hear the lyric, and you know what's going on in the song. I like that. Also, you guys, uh, uh, if you're in the chat room or you're listening to the show and you see all these awesome tweets, follow Cindy Lady Lake in the chat room on Twitter. You can go to twitter.com and, and do at Lady Lake Music, L-A-D-Y-L-A-K-E Music. She's super t- tuned in to what's going on in the music world. She's great on Twitter. She tweets with you. She's fantastic, a celebrity in her own right, and and please follow her. And uh, we want everybody to follow Dave Hughes, too, but I don't know what his uh, Twitter is, and as soon as he like writes it in the chat room for me, I'll let everybody know. <laughs> You'll remember the expression, if it's free, it probably stinks or it's not good for you. That's not true. Um, my very dear, dear friend who I love to death is uh, Galley Chef Kim, who I've spoken about a lot of times. If you want something for free, go on my Facebook page. That's Ron Russell Show on Facebook. Search down, and there's a recipe of eggplant parmesan that she does. I had it last week in her house. I tell you the truth, I thought I was having like an orgasm. It was unbelievable. <laughs> when that hit my taste buds, I began to moan. What? Uh, I'm, gotta, I said something wrong? No, no, we have a caller. You're always wrong. Oh, well, Ron. anyway, go on Facebook. The recipe is there, and it's free. Free, kids. Go. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, it's Titus. Titus, what's up, man? Welcome to I the want show. Some of that, I want some of that Parmesan. It made him moan. Oh, come on. I swear <laughs> to God. Listen, you, you have a wife or a girlfriend that cooks? I, I do. I have an amazing wife that also cooks. Please tell her to go on my Facebook, Ron Russell's show. It's free. It's a recipe. This gal right. cooks on $32 million yachts. For the, she cooks for like big design. I mean, this girl can cook. This eggplant, <laughs> I'm telling you, my friend, your eyes will roll in the back of your head. There we go. So we got to welcome him. First of all, welcome. What's that beeping noise, Chad? Um, put that thing down. I think it's my dumb. I think it's my dumbass cordless phone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thought it was me. Hold on. It's getting fixed right. It's getting four fixed right now. By the way, so, never go to the dollar store and buy a cordless phone. True. I true. like that. Yeah. 
Hold on. If it, if, it, if it does it again, I'll call you right back. Okay. Oh, come on, people. <laughs> oh, this is not funny at all. All right, then call us back. Cause we'll try. I, I'm going to call you guys right back. Roger. Okay. Sorry, guys. Okay. I'm not kidding about this eggplant parmesan recipe. Hang on, hang on. Let me go back. So everybody in, in the chat room, what I was saying before, follow Dave Hughes uh, on Twitter. It's at StarsNowCouk, company UK, I guess. So S-T-A-R-S-N-O-W-C-O-U-K. I'm so excited. That's Christopher Titus, you guys, one of the biggest comedians in the world right now, calling into the Jimmy Star Show, and we're going to rock and roll. Yeah, and how, yeah. many, how many of you in the uh, room there, what is it called? Chat room? Chat room. Love eggplant parmesan. Uh, I bet all of them do. Let's hear it. I want to see how many love it. Oh, uh, actually, they're all laughing because, like, he has to call back and he's talking about his dollar store phone. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, everybody isn't rich. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's freaking hilarious. I love it. How many people are loving eggplant parmesan in the chat room? Everybody loves it. Let's see. Uh, no, actually, they don't all love it. They don't? <laughs> no. Oh, how could that be? I don't know. It is That's so. Funny. How about chicken parmesan? Oh, everybody loves chicken. Oh, I love chicken parmesan, so I would be there with that in a heartbeat. I guess it's the same formula, just instead of eggplant, replace it with chicken. Right. I think that's. Uh, I, I, so I, think, I don't really like eggplant. I think our caller ran to an Italian store to get something to eat. I made <laughs> yeah. him hungry. I got him hungry. He's going to get some eggplant. I think it's so funny because he does everything by Titus. Because you know Titus was a famous. It was a popular TV show. He got an Emmy for it. We got Titus him coming Titus back, was Jimbo. Also a Greek, Greek god. Jimbo, we got him back. Okay, cool. Hello and welcome back to the Jimmy Star Show. Holy crap! So sorry, guys. <laughs> That's, That's okay. okay. Before we get started. <laughs> Before we get started, let me introduce you, everybody. We got our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Who we just spoke. Who's <laughs> very good. I like, I like his voice more than anybody I've ever heard in my life. Oh, thank you so much. It's kind of like sandpaper against velvet. I, I it's just, seriously, go to my website and check out this recipe. You will not believe how good this recipe is. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I have a Brooklyn accent. I'm an Italian. I like it. That's what I, it's got character. California, we don't have that out here. No, well, I lived in California, and I started to say, you know, shoot her beaver, and it's real neat. And then I flew back to Brooklyn to quickly get back my accent. I couldn't bear <laughs> saying water and dog, dog and water. What the hell is that? That's funny. Well, then we got I the say, man behind. Me, just say orange one time. Orange. No, I, wow, you say it for real. I thought it was orange. No, Brooklyn way, it's orange. Okay, I need a translation book. All right, who, who else is there? All right, we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Chad? Hello, Chad. Hello. <laughs> Chad's afraid to speak. Hello. I critique his voice. Is this this thing, thing on. Christopher! What up? Welcome to the show. How's you doing, Chad? Good to talk to you, man. It's real good, huh? <laughs> so where do you then come we, hold from? Hold on. Then we got a chat room full of people. Give a shout out to the chat room. What's up, chat room? There you go. Now we can go. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, so where are you from originally? Uh, Northern California, originally, my parents sent me, my mom kidnapped me and sent me to live in Detroit for like three years. Uh, so when I was I growing got... up, it was outside of Detroit. I lived with my, with my grandparents who were really old. Like, these are old people. Like when, you, like, when you got sick around them, they didn't go to the pharmacy. They went in the backyard and dug medicine up. It was just smart. Like, they were old, old. They, it actually, actually they, I get sunburned. They made me take a bath in vinegar. And I remember being a kid thinking, man, these old people are trying to marinate me. No, that's true. My grandmother, you know, if you sprained an ankle, she told you, urinate in a rag and wrap the rag around your ankle, and it'll be better in the morning. And it's true. 
My daughter wow. sprained her ankle once that we did that. We made a peanut rag and she wrapped it around <laughs> her ankle. Wow. That's, and, and, and then child services showed up well, and no, they arrested you for some no, weird sexual freaky no, thing that you were doing to your daughter. No. The urine made her ankle so great she went on to becoming one of the greatest world's ballerinas. <laughs> Not true. Not true. That, by the way, I have to interrupt this program for a special announcement. Deirdre Sarego won't be on today, folks. So if you're waiting for the Hollywood vixen, she's filming right now and getting headshots for a new movie that she's going to be in in New Orleans. And that's why she's not here right that's now. That's why she's to not talk to Christopher Titus, calling in to talk. Who happens to be one of the biggest, hottest comedians on the freaking planet. So congratulations to everything you got going on, dude. I, I definitely want to. I want to talk about your film that you're going to be doing this next year, but first we're going to talk about your new show, uh, The Angry Pursuit of Happiness. And let me tell you something. We've been on the air for four and a half years, and I do a press release for every guest that comes out. And, I, and your press release, and we usually have two to three guests a week, so we've had like you know close to like 800 guests. It's right. the only time I did a press release and it got banned and they wouldn't let me publish it was when I did you. And I was Why? like, holy shit. What the hell? Shit. What did you put? Uh, all I did was copy the bi bio, and it said it had adult content. So the only thing I could think of was the fact that, like, it had erectile dysfunction in it. <laughs> my father, yeah, my dad, man. I, you know, it's weird. I don't tell, I don't talk about sex on stage. But my dad, look, my dad got old, and it was a day. My dad, first of all, my dad was born from that generation where the official government food pyramid consisted of cheese, lard, and mercury. Like he, he smoked for forty years. He drank all the time. He started his day with pizza, ended it with chili beans. My father, he was his own alarm clock. My dad used to wake up like this. That's how he woke up. And, then, and, he, and he was one of the – in Brooklyn, don't get this. He was that old school father, so, like, I would go – he would always joke about it. He never complained about being sick. I'd go, Dad, you okay? And he would always – yeah, yeah, that's, I just got to change brands. Or then he had, a, he had six heart attacks. It would do a giant <laughs> sack of water beans. forms around your heart. Yeah, we said I had a giant sack. He, those are his actual jokes. He would use those all the time. And so I, we were, we, he got old, he like six, like he's 56, I guess, when this happened. We were going to this car show, and you know, me and my dad used to get in fistfights. But we'd go to this car show every year out in Oakland, California, where it's, the, it's like the Oakland Grand National Roadster Show, biggest car show in California. And we'd go there, and whenever we went through those doors, it was just father and son as close as we ever were. And sometimes when you're that close to somebody, you wish they had someone else they were that close to. Because we're going, we're, my dad's like 54, 55, we're going to hard, going to the car show, and my dad just blurts us out, I'm a grown man at the time, he just goes, ah, can't get hard anymore, I, that's how he started, in the middle of this big convention center, so I tell the story about his ED problem, it was before Viagra, so it, instead of taking a pill, what they used to do is you had to fill up a syringe, and then you had to shoot the syringe directly into your area, and that's and that, how it worked. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah, that's what I tell people in the audience. How much do you think you like sex? Because I think my father just set the new bar. <laughs> so you mean telling me he had to inject this fluid into his penis? Into his penis. And, and here's the thing. So, so here's what he says. So we're in this thing, and he goes, he goes uh, and, and, I, I, and by the way, when he tells me this, I'm going to vomit. I'm like, Dad, stop. Stop talking. And I start to walk away from him. And then as I walk away, he goes, he goes, what? You got to shoot it in your penis. He yells it across this convention center. And I go back and I go, dad, do you see the people here? And he goes, what? They got penises too. So my dad, then he says, he goes, uh, he goes, the first time I used it, I didn't have my reading glasses. And, and I, I, my brain oh my starts God. working. I'm like, what is he talking about? He said, the prescription bottle said use one CC, but I thought it said use 10 CCs. Mm -mm. So yeah. his dick got hard and shot out like a cannon. He, no, he said, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what he said. Here's, here's the quote. 
he goes, I shot it in, and in about 11 minutes, everything started pulling so hard, it felt like someone had unzipped my anus. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as, as I could be no more horrified, he goes, five hours later, it turned black, oh and not God. in the good way. Well, you know what they say, if you go black, you never go back, so he should have grabbed some <laughs> yeah. chicks then. <laughs> but when he said it not in the good way, I was like, what the hell are you talking about, Dad? But, uh, yeah, so he was, a, that's the only story I've ever told like that on stage because it's a true story about my dad. But the new show is, is probably the best thing I've ever written. And Voice in My Head, you know, if you saw Voice in My Head uh, on TV, we, they released it on Comedy Central in September or October. I've, it's an entirely brand new 90-minute show. Okay, so we got this. The new show now is called The Angry Pursuit of Happiness. You're debuting May 9th at the Majestic Theater in Detroit, Michigan. And right. it says that it's all about the secret to life, the Pope, and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> That's an interesting combination. Well, I got to fire my publicist. Is that what the publicity thing says? Yes, the secret to life, the Pope, and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> was, that the, was that the Pope? The pope wow, I guess I'm not. Okay, well, it's an art piece. Let's just call it an art piece. Um, <laughs> the pope, the pope's not supposed to have erections, so no. He did, well, this pope's cool. I love this new pope. The world yeah, still has new that new pope cool. smell. I like this guy. This guy's great, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I think he wears pumps under that skirt. No, this dude is a, this. He used to be a bouncer. Did you know that, Brooklyn? He was a bouncer. He was a bouncer. This guy used to be a bouncer at a nightclub. I this pope this was a bouncer at a nightclub. This, look it up. This pope was a bouncer when he was younger. The last pope was a Nazi, so I mean, I do, it's a step up. <laughs> this pope was a bouncer in a club. How many times are you going to repeat that shit? I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Shocked. How many more times? I, I, Thank I you. thought that popes were, were born like in churches and were raised in churches. God, no, this, this dude was a real guy, man. The great thing about this guy, what a weird gig that's got to be, though, Pope. One day you're just a guy at a small parish, the next day you're in charge of two billion people who believe in <laughs> anything you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not really the truth, but let's, let's That let's is do the it truth. Anyway. Really, that's why I think, but come on, they have to. He's the Pope. He's infallible. By, by the Catholic thing, he, they have to believe what he says because he's connected to God. That's why I think we need a prankster Pope. I think we need a Pope that comes out and just punks two billion people. Just watch it. All right, guys, from now on Wednesday, no pants day. Sorry. Hey, it's not me. It's him. Don't get mad at the guy with the giant head. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. That's freaking hilarious. That would be but, fantastic. Uh, but so the what? whole show's about this kind of show. So the two bits I open with, there's, you know, I talk about how the world's kind of, the, the opening bit's called We Need Comedy, Get Rid of Our Desire to Kill. And it's, I can't do it here because it's, it's too intense. I think I'm going to have an aneurysm every time I do it. But it's all about how, um, you know, the, the Declaration of Independence is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't say be happy. It says pursue the shit. You find out where happiness is, and you punch it in the face, and you take it. So it's really aggressive, and I was trying to figure out why people are, like, we're supposed to be pursuing happiness, and, and we're not happy. And, like, we just did Omaha last week. I got four standing ovations. The show's it's an hour. And by the way, you people that are coming, you know, a lot of comments get up, and they do 45 minutes, and they think that's a show. But I kind of subscribe to the Bruce Springsteen, uh, uh, you know, tenant, which is blow the heads off the people while you're on stage. So I do, this show's almost two hours. That's awesome. Two hours, nonstop. Yeah, oh yeah, nonstop. Yeah, and it, yeah, there's no lecture portion. It's funny all the way through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> funny all the way through. <laughs> First of all, like, dude, you're a funny dude. Like, I have to say, like, we, we, uh, we, haven't, we, we bring comedians on every once in a while, and, and a lot of times when we bring the comedians on, 
it's like they're funny when they're on TV, but then when we start talking to them, they're not actually funny. And last week we had a comedian on, and he was funny. And this week we have you on, and you're funny. And like, like, what is that? The fact that like sometimes you talk to comedians and you meet them, but they're only funny when they're like on stage. But when you actually talk to them, they're like not actually funny. I, you know, man, I hear like I go. I, I tell you what. I, here's the thing. I look at it. Right now, you guys are doing me a favor. Like right now, getting me on, we're gonna put some butts in seats, and that you know, I want people to get. So when they, when a comedian gets on with you guys, who you guys are funny all the time, and he's not funny, who wants to go see that show? Oh, that's you know true. what I mean. No, but you so know, right. I I was in a show with Joan Rivers about twenty years ago, and it was I've I've met her since many times, but I was so excited to meet Joan Rivers when we were all changing down in the green room. And um, she wasn't funny at all. She sat there and she was giving directions out to everybody. And I want this, I want that. Then she would pause. Then if you spoke to her, she looked in the mirror, didn't even look back at you. She was in a coma. Yet when she went on stage, oh my God, the personality flowed. The minute she walked off the stage, she went back to a slump. Her shoulders dropped, her head hung, and she slept along as she walked. I found this with with a couple of comedians. She's 130 years old too, man. Maybe no, that is like even 20 it. years no. ago. She, she no, 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 no. I mean, I knew Milton Berle. Huh? <laughs> Long story. I won't tell you. Was when he I was, was he hung like everybody says he was hung? Supposedly he was. I was um, 18 years old. And my very good friend, Bobby Denard, the famous ice skater, was good friends with Martha Ray, who I became friends with, uh, very dear friends with, with uh, Maggie. And Milton Berle, of course, I shouldn't say this, but he had a fancy for me because I was a little young boy. And he chased me all over the place. And he wasn't friendly or nice at all. He was a nasty, cantankerous old bastard. But yet on st- <laughs> No, it's true. But on stage, he was the funniest guy in the world. Off stage... Well, because he stole everybody's material. Of course he was funny. When well, you, when no, you have, because when he you was... When you can un- just pick he- and choose from the buffet of comedy that was around at that time, of course he was funny. No, he was miserable when he wasn't in drag. <laughs> That's what... So, so wait, are he was you always in drag that Milton wasn't a ladies' man? I'm not saying that. I will never oh, okay. say that. Well, he's that. dead. I don't care. What, is he going to sue us from the No, from the I, don't know. I don't know what his deal was, to tell you the <laughs> truth. Um, I, don't forget, I was 17 or 18. I thought fairies, you know, had wands and, and came in comic books. I didn't know what, what gay people were yet. I was a kid. And whatever it was, it was, it was weird. And my inner self said, this is not good. Stay away from this. You know, my father taught me. You know, when you go to the men's room, use a stall, that sort of thing. Which we're gay, so let's not like he's yeah, an anti-gay thing. <laughs> no, so, I'm so, not so saying. Like, so basically, you had this vibe: don't get into Milton Berle's van, pretty much. Yeah, well, I just knew that I, I just knew that his conversation was not like my father's friends, because he was an older man. Don't forget, at the time, to right. me, his conversations were not like my dad's friends. But then again, all my dad's friends were mafia hoods from Brooklyn, so you know. <laughs> It's hard to to compare them to Milton Berle. Let's go. Wow! Back. So, you, so your, go dad back. Know, your, your, your dad knows where the bodies are. There you go. Actually, he did. He told me. <laughs> they, no, I swear to God, he told me where they buried what's his half 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 what the Hofstra half. Well, Hoffa. why don't you let us all in on that? Well, my father said they dissected him. One part was in Staten Island. One was in all the boroughs. Got a part of his body. That's what they did. <laughs> They buried him in pieces all over the boroughs of New York. So that my so makes said. sense. Because, because <laughs> if, as they said, he screwed everybody in New York. So they gave everybody, everybody gets a, a chunk. All right, this guy, this guy screwed everybody over. Everybody gets a little piece. Who wants a piece? 
There you I'll go. The you could, you, hey, you hey, could hey, use that Tony. material, you know. When you work, you could use that material. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to no, you. No, wait though. a minute, because I'm wondering who got his dick. <laughs> that, they, they probably that? put that to, to, to a grinder. You know, the, the mafia, they, they have, there's a lot of things that mean different things. You don't just give somebody someone's dick. But I wonder where, what borough that wound up in. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, okay, I didn't know. I wasn't thinking that at all, but okay. Okay, I want to go back to you. Let's go back to you. Because, so, yeah. like, one thing is, like, because you, you've got it all going on. You've got, like, five specials on Comedy Central. You've got records that come out. You're touring all over the place. Uh, one, th one thing I think uh, makes you super unique is the fact that, like, you know how to do facial motions. Like when I watch, like when I listen to your, when I listen to the stuff I download on iTunes, it's funny. You're funny on the radio. We can't see you, but when we actually see you, you make the best facial expressions like ever. When you're like doing like you know doing your stick and doing through the going through all the stuff that you've written and making everybody laugh. And like I, I think that that's something that gives you such an advantage like over like all the other comedians. And that's one of the reasons that makes you so freaking funny because like the way you move your face is like makes me crack up like a fucking motherfucker. Jimmy, well, you, know, man, I gonna, you know, I, excuse me, I have to give him a lecture. Oh, yeah, yeah, you talk some more. Go ahead. No, we're going to hear from <laughs> I, Oh, yeah, I'm not no, supposed to say motherfucker. We're going to hear from iHeartRadio now. Stop it. You're not allowed to curse. Oh, my okay. God. Sorry. That's okay. We can curse once in a while. We'll bleep it out. Don't worry about it. Go ahead, dude. Answer, answer. Make a response. Um, you know, it's weird. When I started comedy, there's two people that were my huge uh, heroes. Like Cosby. Like, I was a little kid. Other kids would listen to Nursery Rhymes when they went to sleep. I used to listen to Bill Cosby records. Like, I, I mean, I made a decision to be a comedian when I was five years old. I still remember my mom, who was, my mom was crazy, and if you see my specials, I do that joke. My mom was crazy. I don't mean mom's crazy. I mean, we, the jury, find the defendant. She was actually really insane, crazy. She shot and killed her last husband, crazy. But I, I remember living with her in, in L.A., and uh, I was five years old. We were staying in this crappy little apartment, and I had this little record player that would play Bill Cosby records. And I used to go, and I remember I was listening to Russell, my brother, whom I slept with, from Cosby, and I, I was five years old, and I said to myself, I was in bed, and I said, I'm going to be a comedian one day. So I, I, it's not like something, it's not that I failed at college. I knew I was going to be a comedian from a kid. And Cosby's facial expressions are half of his act. And then when I started comedy, I became a huge fan of Robin Williams. Just yeah. Fan, and, and Robin's all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then, and that was the first com that was the first album I ever bought with my own money, was Reality, What a Concept. And then when I started comedy, I got to work with Dana Carvey. So some of my, my three heroes, Cosby, Robin Williams, and Dana Carvey, are like that. Now my comedy's not like that, but if I right. can incorporate the, you know, the, the the edginess of what I do with that, it's just, it's just different. It makes it different. I but thanks for noticing, man. I know. I think that's like a really cool thing. And like, what about like 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 who are some of the comedians that you tour with now, maybe, or that you like, or friends with that you like a lot now? Like, do you like Lewis Black? Like, he's one of my favorites. Lewis Black is great. Lewis Black is great. I'm always afraid he's going to have a stroke on stage, but yeah. I, I know, Black. me too. <laughs> Just you think Lewis is going to pop an eyeball out at any moment. Uh, he's great. You know, Louis C.K., you know, sometimes the material... Louis C.K. has got to this weird place where he's such... He's so really grabbed onto what it's like to be a human being. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when he's telling a story about it, whether it's about his daughter or, or, or meeting a girl, it's really to the base level of how we all feel inside, and I think that's what's great about him. I think the best dirty guy ever is Dave Attell. Dave Attell, you know, yeah. they tell comics all the time, they go, Titus, what should you do with comedy? And they go, I'll go to a club and they go, watch my act. And I'll watch their act, and it'll be 
all these, you know, there'll be, there'll be like penis jokes, dick jokes, and rape jokes, and I, and I get off stage, and I go, I go, I go, listen, if you can't write a dick joke better than Dave Attell, you should just put it to the side. You should just give it up. Don't even attempt it, because he, he's the only guy that makes it, that makes a, a, something kind of base level really smart. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's one of the best working. I love it. So, so you got a new film that you're working on. It's the first film, I guess, from your production company, maybe called Special Unit. Yeah. And um, I think that the poster I saw. First of all, if you guys go to Christopher, what is your Facebook page? It's like, uh, is uh, it Christopher, the Christopher Titus? Titus. The, the real, real Christopher, Christopher Titus, Titus. And then at Titus Nation on Twitter. Yeah, Titus Nation on Twitter. You guys go to his Facebook page. So he's got a movie he's going to be working on. It's called Special Unit. It's about four disabled detectives, and the and the punchline is too bad their training officer is a retard. And the poster is freaking <laughs> hilarious with you sitting there with the like the detectives. One of them's in a wheelchair, and I think <laughs> one of them's a little people. And like the shit looks hilarious, dude. So talk a little bit about it. I know you you haven't so, done it yet, but like you're working well, we on did- it. Well, here's the thing. So I was I, I did Titus, you know, and I and the reason Titus got canceled was I got an argument with the network president. So. I sold a couple other show ideas since then, and then I was like, well, I want to do something crazy. What's never been done? And I was driving down the street, and I said, I said oh, disabled detectives. And then, so basically the entire premise of the movie is uh, due to the Fairness and Disabilities Act, the LAPD has to hire four handicapped undercover detectives, and, uh, um, and I am their uh, training officer. And I basically play uh, Nick Nolte's mugshot in the movie. Oh, and uh, I'm I'm just the you know I'm just the worst cop. I'm half criminal, half cop. And they're trying to get me fired. They're trying to get me fired. So they give me this crew that I have to train, and they end up being really good because you know they have a lot to overcome. And the reason we wrote the movie it wasn't to make fun of disabled people because I have friends. If you go to my uh, my last special, uh, you can go to my actually go to my YouTube channel Titus TV, and you can see a bit. I did a bit called the word retard because I'm really tired of us as a society bitching and moaning about words because words don't mean anything and this goes back to Carlin and Lenny Bruce but when someone's going you can't say bossy anymore shut up there's people dying across the world right now so I did this bit called the word retard a buddy of mine named Michael Lerone who is in the movie he, he, he and he's got cerebral palsy pretty bad and it's pretty bad but he, his brain doesn't affect his brain at all but his body is like knurled up he's literally he's knurled so we're at this restaurant, and this is why I wrote. This is one of the reasons I wrote the movie. We're at the restaurant one day, and we got. He's got one of his friends with me. And I got my buddy Tommy with me. And the waitress comes over, and she goes. She asks us all what we want. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And then she looks at Mike, who's all knurled up. He's he's obviously got cerebral palsy. She looks at Mike, then looks at me, and goes, "What will he have?" Now, oh shit. Yeah, didn't even give him any respect. So, and here's the thing about Mike. Mike's a comedian, and I know. I look at Mike, and I see Satan flash across his face, and I know it's about to break off. So instead of getting mad, what Mike does is he turns the level of disability up 3,000%. And he goes, I would like to order boobies, please. Yours will be fine. <laughs> and then and so she looks at me, and I'm like, I, I can't give him up. I'm just going, I, I'm sorry. That's what he wants. And then so and then for the next hour and a half, whatever this woman did, Mike destroyed it. If she brought a glass of water to the table, bam, he knocked it up. Oh, that was a tsunami. And he just kept doing it. <laughs> She must have brought us 35 forks. She put a fork down and he'd knock it up. Oh, I dropped another pokey thing. And he just kept doing it. And, and by the way, I want you to know something. I didn't laugh once and it was hard. So, oh, I'm sure it was hard. I and, can't even. And we're trying to keep it together while he's doing this. And at the end of the meal, the waitress comes over and she's shaking. Her hands are shaking. And she hands me the check and she goes, I'm so sorry. And Mike goes, don't be sorry. You're my favorite waitress. I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> and we go outside and we walk outside the door, and I finally lose it. I hit the grass outside the restaurant. I'm like, oh, dude, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I look at Mike, and Mike's not laughing. Mike is dead serious. And he goes, 
He goes, that bitch deserved it. That, my friend, is a retard. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Like, he wasn't, like, he was trying to get even with her for treating him with absolutely no respect. And so, so because these guys are my friends, and Deborah Carrington, who's, who's a midget little person, Brad Williams, if you guys know about Brad, and then Josh Blue's going to be in the movie, too. These guys, although Hollywood will blow smoke up their butts all the time. Oh, we love you guys. Yeah, it's great. You're, it's great. What a, it's great that you're a comic, and blah, blah. They won't put, make them stars in movies. They won't put them in a movie where they can really shine. So I, I put them in a movie. And the movie's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not making fun of it. You know, you ever, guys, you ever go to the mall and there's a guy in a wheelchair rolling towards you? And instinctively, it's nobody's fault, but instinctively, instead of looking at the dude, you look away. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yep. Okay. I, I found that Mike, Mike, the thing that Mike hates more than anything, and, and Brad and everybody, it's not that people uh, make fun of them. It's that they ignore them. And so I, this, this movie is going to be balls out funny. The other yeah, side of it is if, if it just changes a little bit, if you're going to the mall one day and you see dude in a wheelchair and you just give him the nod and he goes, what's up? And that's it. If that's it, if all of a sudden they just get treated like, they, like normal people, that, that, that would be more than enough to get done in this movie. So we're doing it with my own production company. We're you know, raising the money. I wrote the script. You know, my friends are in it. Harlan Williams just decided he was going to be in it today. So it's going to be, it's going to, it's no, going to be Harlan really Williams funny. Is cool. I, I was in the, ba- I was, I was, in, and my first time I did a movie thing was Bachelor Party 2. And he was, and I was an extra and he was the star. And I didn't know you weren't supposed to go talk to him because I, you know, I have a radio show and I talk to famous people every day. So I just like walked up and like started talking to him. He was the coolest guy ever. All the, the directors and everybody had a heart attack, but he was like super cool and talked to me for like an hour. Who was He's it? a cool guy. Harlan Williams. Oh, Harlan's great, yeah. Oh, Harlan's yeah, a nice... We just got them playing racquetball. Harlan's one of the nicest guys in the world. Yeah, that's, uh, so he was really cool. I have a lot of respect because he was, like, totally cool. I think the movie sounds absolutely... I mean, like, seriously, the poster is great. Everything about it looks great. Uh, already, I can't wait. Now, just from talking to you, I wanted to see it just, just when I saw the poster. Now, after talking to you, I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be freaking fabulous. And, and, uh, and I think it's something really cool uh, to do. I think you're right. Probably, like... People wouldn't give uh, anybody with a disability an opportunity, which is really like screwed up in the first place. And I think that, you know, you're, you're going to make them all movie stars because, like, what kind of you can have all kinds of sequels. Yeah. Well, the funny but, thing is that you know, it's funny. I talked to these guys and because they're at the meeting at my house, we're talking about the movie, and and I was asking Brad, Brad Williams. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it seems to me that you guys aren't the ones that are complaining. It seems to me that the people that run your organizations are complaining. He goes, yeah. The people. He goes, the average. They call us averages. Like they try to come up with an insult for us. Because all the words are stupid, disabled. Anytime you try to make it better, you just make it worse. Can't say retard, okay, so let's say you say disabled. But I'm not disabled. You know, Michael Arona's got three jobs. That's not disabled. That's, you know, a guy who's, who's got all his facilities, the arms work, his head brain works, but he's living under a bridge in, on crystal meth, that guy's retarded. That's what retarded right. means to me. So, so I, I asked Brad, I go, I, go, I go, who is it? And he goes, it's the people on the organizations. They, they make money off, off of making everybody else feel bad for these words, so that's why they do it. And uh, so, like, remember that movie, uh, Tropic Thunder, when that came out? Yeah. So they had a protest down at Grumman's Chinese Theater because, remember, he said, you never go full retard. Remember that whole bit? Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah. that, that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was doing? So they had a protest, and they bought a bus full of disabled people. Now, the problem is you can't bring a bunch of disabled people to a protest because the chanting doesn't last very long. It was like, no justice, no peace, peace and justice. We want pizza. It just didn't last very long at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say this. If you live in a city that you drive a lot, you have zero tolerance for anybody that's uh, handicapped. But New Yorkers are walking people. It's a walking city. We are so used to handicapped people that when they're coming our way, we smile. 
we step out of the way. If there's a blind person crossing the street, and I've seen this a million times, there's always somebody grabbing that person's arm and helping them across the street. So I think it has to do with the privacy of the car, and you suddenly find that this person who's different from you has invaded your space, and they don't know how to handle it. Okay, well, we know a lot more about you now, but I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, think, but it's think, true. I think it's uh, you know it's funny because I have a lot of friends that are little people, and they the, so the, one thing they the one thing that they say is that like they'll have families track them down. Like they'll be at, like out at a restaurant, and kids will come up with a camera and take a picture of them. Like, dude, 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 look, Santa Claus is not going to help you here. Why don't you get away from us? So absolutely, it, it, yeah. I it's actually, real. I, I have a friend Ozzy who lives in L.A. and she has a company and like, uh, and she uh, has all kinds of little people who, um, you know, are in movies. She gets them in movies and she gets them in all kinds of like stuff. And like, uh, uh, I actually did a movie with a, a family and it was actually a whole family, uh, a husband and a wife and two kids. And like, I went to their birthday party and like, they're no different than anybody. Like, just they're just tiny. But they're like, right, they but, think but it's the same. They that's do everything that, that's the same. Movie. That's what this movie's going to get across. Anyway, so we're doing that's my first one. And we're filming my next comedy. We're filming the special that I'm going to be doing in Detroit. We're filming that in September. And by the, by the way, I'm not just saying this because I'm going to be there. This one, for whatever reason, is the best thing I've ever done. I, 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 this special is my best I've ever done. I'm, I guess I, I'm trying to get better. You know, George Carlin did... George Collins did 14 comedy specials and 21 albums. I'm on my sixth comedy special, so i got a long way to go. So many comics right now will keep doing the same material year after year after year. I don't know. Like, that's one thing that's so fantastic about you is that it changes. Well, you, you, know, you know what change. happened? A, a buddy, check this out. My buddy Neil had, a, had lunch with George Collins before he died, like a couple years before he died. And, and I, I remember hating Neil. I was like, dude, I can't believe you're going to have lunch with George Collins. I hate you. Turns out it was the worst experience of his life. Neil's a comedian. Neil sits down with George Collins, and George Collins starts ripping on him. He's like, you comics are dumbasses. He goes, you guys today, he goes, you guys think you do the same act for eight years? Screw you guys. I do my homework. I'm doing a new show every, and he just basically lectured Neil the entire lunch. And so when Neil told me the story, I remember hearing it and thinking, oh, he's right. Our job is to write new funny stuff all the time and keep getting better. So that's what I'm trying to do. And I, I promise, man, the show in Detroit's going to blow the roof off. So everybody needs to go check it out. It's The Angry Pursuit of Happiness. It debuts May 9th at the Majestic Theater in Detroit, Michigan. You can follow Christopher Titus on Twitter, at Titus Nation. Uh, his website is www.christophertitus.com. Uh, I wish you luck with all of it. When the movie comes out, love to do a, a cast special where you get everybody from the cast to call in at once. Oh, dude, if you guys will let me whore it, I will, be, I will bring some funny back to you guys. Oh, no, absolutely. Everybody who's in it, all the main people, we can, we can hold like 90 people on the line. And, uh, <laughs> really? At I'm the in. same time, and uh, we'll do it, and we'll promote it. It'll be a lot of fun. I also want to thank uh, WROM Radio in Detroit. Um, that's one of our uh, affiliate stations that carries our show, and uh, they set this whole interview up, Tom, from uh, WROM. And maybe you could do me a quick favor and just say uh, – uh, I don't know, you're listening to, hey, I'm Christopher Titus, and you're listening to WROM Radio or something. Yeah, you got like it ready? So they, yeah, go for it. Hey, guys, this is Christopher Titus, and you are listening to WROM Radio. Keep doing that. There you go. Perfect. He'll dig that. That was and, good. Uh, that was tough. Yeah, that was threatening. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he'll do it. <laughs> we wish, you know, it was like, keep doing that, or I'm going to beat the shit out of you. You know, it sounded good. And we want to thank you for calling in, dude. Like, really, you're one of the greatest comedians ever. Good luck with everything. Good luck with the new show. Uh, I don't know who puts out. I'm going to throw it in there. I don't know who puts out your uh, albums when you do all your albums, but we are sponsored by the Spectrum Music Group. It's the largest indie record label in the world, so if you need uh, really big distribution, you know, you can uh, let me know, and uh, we'll hook it up. 
I will call you back on this next one because you know Comedy Central has this last one, and I would love to have someone else. That's a great idea, man. Thank you. Yeah, I got it all going on, and uh, I'm following you on Twitter. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr, so that's an easy way to get in touch with me. I have your phone number, too, now that you called in, but I won't yeah, bother call you. Yeah, call, call me. Let's talk about that. Thanks, man. All right, all right no problem. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks a lot, Chris, for coming in. Come Great again. Great talking to you guys. See you That's later. Fun. One. Bye. He's a funny guy. Bye. That was cool. Yeah, he's a funny guy. That was guy. fun. Chad, wasn't that cool? No doubt. I didn't know who he was until I uh, Googled his uh, picture. Very cool. Right. Yeah, he's right. done a ton of stuff. To- are we out of time? I think we're out of time, right? We, we got to go? Pretty much are, unless you want to All right, hang everybody, out. so thanks for tuning in to the show. Chat room, thanks, everybody. Cindy, Dave, Ken Pettigrew, Rebel, Valley, Ginger Irish, everybody in the chat room. The show was awesome. Christopher Titus rules, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out, and have a great weekend.